The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about those times when it just seems like the universe is against you, when no amount of planning can prepare you for when multiple bad things seemingly happen all at once, and you need help. So let's quickly do a refresher on why it's so important to get the coasting along category of the sustainability planning matrix. Uh, And this is a refresher from episode 10, Beyond Chronic Stress Monitoring, part two. So one of the four categories in the matrix is squaring a circle, which is when you're satisfied with the rate of progress you're making on your goals, which is good, but you're squeezing more goal-related tasks into your schedule than you actually have time for. Therefore, you're not living a balanced lifestyle, which puts you at higher risk of hitting your threshold number and triggering symptoms. Now, notice I didn't say it was 100% guaranteed that you'd flare up. It's just that you're at higher risk. Remember, this isn't an exact science. So some of you might get to thinking, well, why not live in squaring a circle instead of coasting along so you can push the envelope, be as productive as possible, make more progress on your goals, And just monitor your stress scores more closely so you don't flare up. Sounds very tempting, especially if you're a workaholic like me. And I have a word for this or phrase. It's called maximum sustainable productivity, which is when you stay just under your threshold number. So this is more of a theoretical maximum. And there are a couple reasons why you don't want to take this approach. First, you have to keep in mind, as I said, it's not an exact science. So just because you may technically stay under your threshold number doesn't guarantee you won't flare up. The main purpose of chronic stress monitoring is to increase awareness and make it easier to manage your stress level by tracking it to a number, the way we do our weight, blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar, and so on, and making data-driven decisions. Second, you can't assume that you have the ability to straddle that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering symptoms. From time to time, there are going to be unforeseen circumstances uh, when an assignment or task is more involved than you thought it would be. And as I mentioned before in previous episodes, it may actually be easier to just push through it and get it done so you don't lose your train of thought, what they call chunking. The point is, by coasting you have a cushion to absorb tasks that you underestimated as well as for unexpected events. And given the pandemic, obviously unexpected events do happen. And just given the fast-paced postmodern world we live in today, anything unexpected, not even big things like a meeting went long, can throw your whole schedule off. So getting to coasting along is very important. Now, sometimes a chain of unexpected events can happen so quickly that no amount of planning can fully absorb the impact. And that's when we need to step up and help each other. Right now, there are millions of folks with underlying health issues that are triggered by stress, and many of them are dealing with a fear of contracting COVID to the point where they're delaying seeking medical treatment and screenings and such. Some are also dealing with the extra financial stress caused by the pandemic, in other words, losing their jobs. 
And all of this is on top of the normal stress of just everyday living. So I wanted to bring to your attention one such family dealing with the unimaginable right now. Um, And I think it's simpler if I just read from their GoFundMe page. It reads in part, and I'm paraphrasing certain parts, my daughter Stephanie was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when she was 15. That's, that's what I have. Ulcerative colitis is an autoimmune disorder that is triggered by stress. When someone with UC gets a flare-up, the best way to describe it, it's ulcers but in your colon. Ulcers could be a few or a few hundred of them, uh, which can cause bleeding and extreme amount of pain. I can vouch for that. As a family, we learn how to deal and adjust to this disease. Stephanie has always been a fighter and a strong, beautiful, joyful soul. She didn't let this get her down. She became a wife and a mother to three wonderful children. When COVID hit, her husband lost his job and the family didn't have insurance. With the stress of her husband not having a job and her landlord threatening to evict them, Stephanie got sick. Her UC hit her hard. She was in so much pain, but refused to go to the hospital for fear of bringing COVID home to her children. She was willing to sacrifice her needs for her babies. Stephanie started running a fever, and the pain was agonizing. When admitted to the hospital, she was septic and had a 108 fever. Stephanie's colon became toxic, and it developed toxic megacolon, and her colon was ruptured, or it ruptured. During surgery, the doctors had to remove her whole colon. We are two weeks in at the hospital, and she is fighting a blood infection and pneumonia. The wound from surgery is infected, and her white blood cell count is high. Stephanie's stomach isn't working. Stephanie has a line to help her get nutrition. Brad, the husband, has become mom, dad, and caregiver. Brad lost his job because of COVID and was denied unemployment. The family was given eviction notices twice. The family is afraid of losing their home. The doctors told the family Stephanie is going to have a long recovery. Okay, I'm done reading. Well, unfortunately, uh, Stephanie didn't make it. She passed less than two weeks ago now. And God only knows the pain and discomfort she was feeling in those last few days. And so now this family is in a world of trouble. And I know there's a lot going on in the world right now, and a lot of people are in need of help. Uh, But if you're in a position to donate a few dollars, this family could sure use it about now. Anything you can do to help would be much appreciated, and I'll put the link in the episode description. You could also Google GoFundMe Stephanie Wagner Ulcerative Colitis Fight. That's GoFundMe Stephanie Wagner Ulcerative Colitis Fight. Even if you don't spell it right, it should come up. But again, I'll put the link in the description. And one more thing. After she passed away, her husband found a video on her phone where she says, uh, Bradley, you've always been the one my heart belonged to, the one that made me smile. Can you imagine finding that video after the fact? Because he wasn't allowed in the hospital because of COVID. Anyway, sorry to end on such a sad note, but, you know, when these things happen, I feel compelled to share the story, especially when it's so relevant to this podcast uh, in terms of stress and UC, which I have, but the podcast isn't specific to that one thing. So if you aren't feeling well from whatever you think it is, please don't hesitate to call your doctor because COVID is not the only threat or risk to your health. 
and the risk you're taking by avoiding going out could be greater than the health risks of COVID. Tragically, that was the case for Stephanie Wagner. This pandemic is going to be with us for a while. Even you know, once we get a vaccine, we don't know how effective it'll be. 90%, 75%, 50%, who knows? Don't get me wrong. Even 50% will be infinitely better than no vaccine. But we might need to get booster shots every year. Who knows? Also, the vaccine may be contraindicated for certain folks, meaning it's recommended they don't get the vaccine. So we still need effective treatments for the disease. So it's going to be around for a while, and we just have to accept the fact that we're taking a risk whether we stay home or seek medical treatment. The perfect stress system, while it's focused on the risks of overworking as opposed to contracting some disease, the main premise of it is making data-driven decisions and taking calculated risks with your health. So in that sense, this is no different. Stay up to date on the latest information for COVID and make decisions based on your particular situation. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time. There's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.